Are you texting a boy? I'm adding notes. Oh, I thought you were texting a boy and I was going to ask you about it and it was going to be a little bit, but you were making notes relevant to the porn part. Yeah, I was actually doing my part. (sighs) Excuse me? (laughs) Uh, Your mic just retaliated and said, bitch, uh, (laughs) you need to step it up. Oh my god. Okay, this is more. Does that feel better? It's well, it needs to be close. Is I should mine be up? I have to get. I have to scoot down. This a is bit. in the wrong place. It should be. Oh. Uh-huh. You you tend to do things wrong. Talk about it. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Um, Speak on it. You Speak wake up in it. the morning already wrong. Sure. You roll out of bed incorrectly. Can I tell you a new thing that's been happening for me? Yeah. So I've always been a back sleeper. No, You're already mind. bored. You You're already bored. I've always been guess. a back sleeper, yeah. but I like to fall asleep it's on where my you side. Snore. It's prime snoring <sighs> position. Yep. That's what that's, it sounds like. That's right. Very similar to Ann. I almost said Ann Couture. Ann Coulter. Um. So I used to be a back sleeper, but I like falling, as, like drifting off on my side. So mm. uh, historically, I would be on my side, and then like right before I fall asleep, I roll over to my back, and that's where we are. Now I have a new glorious pillow top. It's a double pillow top. I paid money for it, and it saved my literal Instead ass. Instead of stealing it, <clears throat> yeah, I like to steal beds. Um, and it's so cushy and soft that now I'm finding that I fall asleep on my side and I stay there and I sleep on my side and when I wake up in the morning I have to pop my shoulder a little bit (laughs) It's, it's, it's a whole new world of side sleeping how do you like to sleep Oh, I'm sorry. We have a caller. (laughs) (laughs) What? This is just such a riveting topic. I just remembered viscerally that my phone is under the couch and away from me. And I just have a suspicion that at some point it's just going to ring and we're just going to hear it. Just another good story for me. How are you doing, Golden? I'm good. You're in a fun mood. I am in a fun mood. Uh, So I'm just trying to get there. Oh, are you trying to get up? I'm trying to be all up in there. We're also sitting so close to each other. Yeah, we've been very far apart, and this is... I'm in Gabe's lap I'm talking into your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Into your open mouth. (laughs) Uh, The joke I kept making to Gabe when I was awaiting my latest COVID test before I got here is like, I just really want to breathe in your mouth. Like, I just need to get these results in because I really just need to breathe directly into your mouth Mm -hmm. because that's what everybody wants to do in California right now. Yeah, I would love to go to some sort of crowded marketplace and just breathe into a stranger's open nostril. No, I want people to come, like, one by one, gangbang me with their breath. That's what I want. Yeah, masks at the door. I'm done. Masks at the door, please. I'm tired of this. Um, Because, you know, my body, my choice, and the choice of my body is to get gangbanged by a bunch of strangers during a pandemic. And this is OnlyFans. Hi, welcome to OnlyFans. (laughs) I just had the most delicious, healthy, boring lunch, and Colton... I think he was actually internally jealous of it, but that manifested in the form of him making fun of my lunch. It it will here's here's some things. So we were <laughs> like multiple things to come. We were like, okay, we're gonna record yesterday. Like we were yeah. going to oh, it got yes, too late. There were screaming children in the courtyard. Yeah, because the courtyard of my building has become a bit of a playground for the for, the, for the apartment children. Um, and they just yeah. 
they decided to scream at each other while uh, a father sat in a beach chair off in the corner and they just yelled at each other. So we couldn't record yesterday. So then it's happening today and I've just been like waiting for him to be ready. Mm -hmm. And then he makes the largest lunch I think anyone has ever made. And why wouldn't you? Consisting of grapes and carrots and celery and Mm -hmm. a sandwich Mm -hmm. and another sandwich. They were two small English muffin sandwiches because the best gluten-free bread I've found, because, you know, I can't eat food anymore. The best gluten-free bread I've found is, in fact, not bread, but an English muffin. So two of those equal a whole sandwich, and I need to eat lots of fiber. So all I'm saying is it took him at least an hour to eat it. I was chewing carrots for about an hour. And I was just sitting there like, you don't respect my time at but all. But why don't? Why aren't you celebrating with me the fact that I can eat these carrots? Whereas before I was, you know, losing weight via anorexia against my will. Uh, I think you can just embrace the new and find something wrong with it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> embrace the new, find something wrong. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, you're doing better, but now I'm mad at this. Like, I let that shit slide. It's not like you were just sitting there all day waiting for me. I had to work. I do, I have, I have things to do that, uh, that I don't want to do, but I do them so that I can get paid. Can we talk about how busy I've been? Oh my gosh, you've been, it's been so hard to get a hold of you. Here's the thing, guys. What's the thing? Sitting down to do this right now, like, my time is so stressed. It's so precious. Every day. Every moment is precious. That, like, this is the highlight of my week, to sit down and do this. Mm. It's like, like what I work towards to get to. I get through the hard days, the really long, exhausting days of being myself to get today. get to today uh and then where i can do something that i actually enjoy yeah with a little bit of my time yeah a little bit of your time spent doing something that doesn't it doesn't you know hey when you love what you do it doesn't feel like work nothing i do feels like work (laughs) (laughs) um and speaking of not working i'm colton mooney (laughs) oh goodness and i'm switching right now Gabe Thibodeau I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna meow out that actual word because I would like to talk about a new person who has entered my life and on um you during... can't talk about it on this I'll, I'll, I'll meow things out it's fine You'll, um, everyone will know who you're talking even about. though one of my co-workers just followed my Instagram and said you have a podcast so you're probably correct but I'm still gonna say it that just a complete stranger completely unrelated to any of my professional endeavors I met um, uh, it was a, a first meeting, and within it's I would say, actually someone I met at my job. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the story is about my my. Yeah, we're talking about Colton's. Um, and basically, oh, why is that? Oh, I don't have my. Mm, sorry, I just saw something that doesn't matter at all. Um, within I would say three and a half minutes of speaking to this person, he outed himself as a very wealthy white male of privilege. Um, who was speaking to me as if I could relate to what he was saying. And and he was completely disregarding the fact that we exist in completely different tax brackets. So he was like telling me things and I'm like, oh, that's cool. So you're rich. Yeah. But you're not talking. You're talking to like a norm, a normal a person. It was like relatable content. Oh, don't you hate traffic in LA? We relate to this. Yeah. But instead, he was talking about first class tickets to England just to go to Harry Potter Land. Yeah. For like the weekend and then fly back. So, so that'll be interesting. Um, but I also don't really care about anything anymore, which in a good way. In a good way, I don't care about things in a good way, and so I'm completely at peace with it. 
<laughs> and I, I've totally accepted that you're ugly. You know, and I'm at peace with that. Because you know what you have to do? You have to embrace the new and find something find wrong. Find something wrong with it. And so far, what I found wrong is that he has more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the only way you can actually get that level of money and status at that age is mm. to be rich and white. To be rich, white, male, and, and born about 30 years ago. No, nope, not born 30 years 40. ago. That's me. <gasps> That's me. He's at least He 40. was born 45 years ago. Yeah, he was, he's 40. He's maybe like 42. No, I think he's like 46. I'm going to fight you now. We're, this is, we're going to fist fight right now I, about this topic. I'm going to meow this out, but I just found out how old he is, and I was shocked. I was shocked. Is she like 25? No, she's oh. she's almost 50, and I oh. thought she was like 39. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I could have told. I'm really good at knowing people. I'm very ages. bad at it. Yeah, I'd be a good... Um, Age, age detector at a circus. Age. Oh, a circus age detector. I would be like, hmm, all the women just like cut it down by 10 years and they're always really flattered. And the guy, you just say like, you look really good for your age. Mm-hmm. And this actually, when paired with one of your other talents, would make you a master of the festival circus, which is that you can also guess a man's weight just by looking at his face. <laughs> so put that together with being able to guess a, man, a man's age. And I only you have know it. how to do that because once upon a time I was having to calculate how much weight I was going to get to in a mm, certain amount of time. Correct. You were crunching the figures. Yeah. So I know what it would look like if I weighed 500 pounds. Yeah. Colton's, Colton's referencing um, from an earlier episode when uh, a man offered to pay him to get fat. And clearly it didn't do it because I am a glorious right now. But you did what everyone would do and you crunched the numbers. I considered it via crunching the numbers. You sure did. Welcome to Best Axes. Hi. The podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We're really excited for this one. It's been a couple of weeks for us since Mm -hmm. we recorded. Since then, there's a vaccine being distributed to people. God bless Dolly Parton. We know where we are on the New New York Times list Mm -hmm. or something. And I feel relieved. I also like as a part as somebody who kind of like loves end of the world things Mm -hmm. and realizing that we were pretty much in that it's like oh never mind we're headed in the right direction because i thought it was going to just keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse and there was going to be nothing well here's the thing (laughs) but dolly parton changed the course of history she sure did she sure did god bless her here's the thing though we've already determined that if i were in any kind of movie i would die even if it's a comedy i'd probably die like that's just who i am in the world and I, there's still part of me that um, manages to bubble up anxiety over the fact that, like, what if I'm the one person who takes the vaccine, immediately gets incredibly ill becomes with COVID, zombie. becomes a zombie, starts the zombie apocalypse? That's scenario one. Scenario two is that directly before getting the vaccine, I'm exposed and I get the vaccine and yet I still get sick. Scenario three, um, the vaccine ends up being, like, inefficient. Everyone goes out into the world again, and then everyone dies. See, there are ways to – look, there are ways to embrace the new and find something bad. I'm going to embrace that vaccine. I'm going to find a way to worry about it. Find something I'm going to find a way. But actually, I am feeling pretty zen. Guys, hey, I'm sitting in a chair. There – yes. I'm sitting up in a chair. My posture has really taken a toll after a year of bed bedlam. Being in a bed. Bed bound. Bed, bed bound. Bed rest. There it is. <laughs> we found it. Um, I feel like the amount of uh, brain cells I've lost mm, this year mm, from just mm. getting through everything that I start to forget really basic words. Oh, yeah. And it's a problem. Yeah. Like I need to do Sudoku or something to like 
get my brain back into a way that is actually productive because work has just been so been crazy so overrun lately yeah i have a problem where you know uh, it's been months and months of me taking lots of medications oh, right and it's not a day has passed without multiple substances being pumped into my body and i have found that i will walk into a room forget why i was there walk back out remember walk back into the room forget again there could be 99 reasons <laughs> to go into a room you but forget all, it takes all but one of them is one to remember and then i forgot that <laughs> yeah I, my brain doesn't function like it used to i also tried to do a little bit of writing for the first time in a little while the other day and girl the words you have to know the words to write them down and i'm so, about to roast you but even when you're kind of like on it ugh, yeah even if my, iffy. even if my best it's a it's a roll of the dice so Gabe right now got published it's... again in uh in one of his favorite most cherished mm-hmm. uh what would it be called a, Just, m- a magazine well, a review no so they have a collection so mcsweeney's has a quarterly fiction journal and then they also have a daily humor site so it's a journal so yeah so they're they're a publisher they publish other things so i would just say like indie small press publisher or something like that so gabe you know, got uh published again yeah. in that and so it's gotten to his head and i have to make sure that he he knows that both of those came from ideas from me mm-hmm. uh, and you know it's it, it's really it's really myself. hard to stay grounded when you're paid the equivalent of two subway sandwiches so <laughs> you know i'm just it really, really sobers to, you up yeah 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 um but you no, could get was... three Subway sandwiches, like not foot long. Oh, I, it would be two Jersey Mike's. Yeah, three and a half Subway sandwiches. And a cookie. And maybe a cookie. You, oh, but you can't have it. It's but either chocolate chip cookie or a brownie. I'm sorry. Does Subway have gluten-free bread? I I really don't think anything of theirs is real, so probably Yeah, it's all just made simple... from the same, like... It's, like, all made from shortening, like, <laughs> mixed just... with food color. Yeah, Subway bread is just made of shredded cardboard boxes. It's yeah. fine. I mean, they're paying us to yeah. say that. It's... <laughs> what was the thing that we said that they pay us for us to talk shit about them? Amazon? No. No. Oh, God. Oh, I don't remember. We were recently approached by a brand that looked wild. Um, we were? Yeah, I told you about it, and you wanted to read the message, and I said I would show it to you, and then I forgot, because I don't remember anything. <laughs> so I shouldn't remember but that. But we were approached by a gay brand that makes questionable clothing. I oh, think yeah. it was maybe a dropship company, yeah. um, and they basically were like, hey, you're gay, want to be ambassadors? We'll give you free stuff. And I was like, oh, they don't realize how few listeners we have. <laughs> um, <laughs> We somehow masquerade it to look like we have a lot more listeners than we, we do. were also once approached by some sort of Get fit. some fit sort of bit. diet fit, scheme, fit a pyramid scheme for like I don't know. Uh, Fitbit was it pills or was it protein powder? It was like a protein shake. They were shakes. Protein shakes, fit which shake. w- we almost actually considered and move forward with just because I loved the so idea funny. of me, an incredibly fat man, being like some sort of ambassador for like an athletics company. And me, whose blood consists of just Oreo O's and vanilla <laughs> ice cream, uh, being like, you know what? Yeah, choose health. It's good for you. Choose health. It's a new thing. I'm gonna find something wrong with it. Mm. Kaiser Permanente, Allison Janney. I think, so just just to loop you guys in on what's happening, so one of the reasons why Colton was perturbed by the size and um, eating time of my lunch is that we have an appointment 
um, coming up, and it's an appointment for Colton to get drunk. No, um, just <laughs> a little. Is, we have like a little virtual mixology class. I can't drink. We're gonna make them. Colton's gonna drink all of it. All of it. Um, and it's he, so real. we didn't want to be rushed in recording, so there is a chance, depending on how in depth we get into today's segment, that we might take a little break and then come back and, and then I'm return be with the just me in a very good mood still and Colton very drunk. So we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna start pointing out things that you do that I hate like your father i love it that's my favorite oh, category of just drunk. like your father just like my father <laughs> so to that end i think we should maybe start today's new segment and get things rolling welcome to the show today we're going to be talking about what else gay stuff so Gabe and I recently had a conversation and then we stopped and said we should have this on the podcast. <laughs> and we, I mean, all the time I'm talking about the things that made me gay. Absolutely. So in this new segment, we have the women that made us gay. Yes. Uh, and it's going to be what an we open to discussion. I think it's that. The women that made us <gasps> gay. The women who made us. The women who made us. The women who made us in parentheses homosexual. Homosexual men yes. who are gay. I guess uh, you you seem the most organized, so you can start, and then I think we'll just volley. We'll yeah, I think we're going to volley back and forth. This is going to be a table talk type of segment. It's a red table talk. It's a red tabletop with Jada Pinkett. Did you see that Jada Pinkett just interviewed Lori Loughlin's daughter? Lori Loughlin is still currently incarcerated with her husband, and her daughter just came out to basically say, like, it was bad. And she did it on the red table talk, a, a show I have never once watched but read about constantly. Good for Jada. Sorry, Will. So to get into today's table talk women who made us parentheses that's gay appropriate segment. really because my one of mine is the show full house oh wow because daddy dave coulier wow what a what a backward and entrance into the topic of full house well yeah it like that is one of mine Wait. that show and the daughters i wanted to just be all of were you attracted that. to uncle joey as a as a child I've or just always knew. been attracted to uncle joey. always been attracted to uncle joey wow that's like in case anyone is wondering Uncle Joey, like current day, is who is like who I'm looking for. In yeah, it's your ideal type. He needs currently. to be ridiculous and funny and do impressions. Not take things too seriously. Never take anything too seriously. But he has a heart of gold. He has a heart of gold. He has a fairly large stomach, and he wears those kind of jeans that no matter how he's standing, there's a bulge. Oh, and That's and your... the good. Um, button-up shirts unlike the one that cam wears on modern family oh where the sleeves are a different not color, but overly like styled like the kind your dad would buy at kohl's not specifically my dad because i wouldn't want no. my husband to dress like my dad the the royal that your, would be the general your yes. um that's so interesting because this whole time that we were marathoning fuller house a show that we have finished and have continued to oh, I was in it for the wrong reasons. Um, I understand <laughs> your current obsession, or not obsession, just healthy it's, appreciation. Hey, I have eyes. Because listen, out of the three dads uh, from Full House, you had Uncle Jesse, Uncle Joey, and you had Daddy There's ooh, only Danny, two choices Danny. because Bob Saget was never a choice. Right. But out of all three of them, including John Stamos, Mr. Uncle Joey... His name, Dave Coulier, Dave. looks the best out of all of them. He is the reason she wrote Alanis. That dirty or jagged little bell. Do you think she was writing that and putting that out at the same time he was on Full House? Yes, absolutely. That, so like, the mere thought of that intrigues me so much. Like, I need to know what he does wait. to inspire ironic 
you ought to know. Like, seriously. Like, One hand in my pocket. Th- somebody whose influence can create a piece of Jack art. Little Pill. Because uh, also Alanis <gasps> Morissette is the reason I know wait. I'm gay because of that album. Is Dave Coulier the Jagged Little Pill? He is the Jagged <gasps> Little Pill. He is the Jagged He's Little the Pill. He's the you and you ought to know. Wow. Wow. So do you think that this is a story in which he gets cast on a sitcom, which as a comic is like the goal, right? You the want dream. some sort of money-making job, uh, get some attention. At the same time, or before that her music career takes off post their breakup, <gasps> do you think he dumped her when he got Full House? See, if we were still doing our oh, old if we format, were still doing couples. We, I would absolutely dig into this and find out what happened. So maybe that could be something maybe we, we do. Maybe we put a pin in that. Put a pin in her. For those of you who are new, there are so many new listeners. Um, we used to every episode tell the story of a of a notable breakup and then guess whether or not How the did couple we never stayed cover friends. Them? I don't know. In it's, eighty couples, we never covered. We them. did. We did forty full ass episodes. We each told a story. Eighty couples, and we didn't cover Alanis and Dave. Maybe it was too personal for me. <laughs> It was that pill was too jagged. It was so jagged. So I tried jagged. to swallow it and it was uh, it's like crazy. No, this um, does dovetail really nicely though because I do have Alanis on my list. Okay, same. Yeah, Alanis Orset. Ironic, isn't it's it? One of the reasons that I knew I was gay in like mm-hmm. two thousand wait nineteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So when we say people who made us gay, we're uh, I think maybe we should give some context. We're talking about like. No, like Alanis came to my home and hit me until I said I'm gay. Yeah, and made him sign an actual contract. Um, an affidavit. An affidavit, actually. Um, <laughs> no, so like when you're a little closeted, confused kid, you're in kind of looking for little slivers of things that make you happy and you're kind of allowed to like in a way that doesn't like tar- put a target on your back to everyone else to make it really clear that you're different or something. Well, for me, it was the things that I could only enjoy in secret. Oh, yes. Yes, that as well. So so uh, most of mine, I have either like whether I could only enjoy it in the privacy of my own room or in my own thoughts, um, but were things that made me either confirmed that I'm like, oh, I'm attracted to guys or like, oh, yes, I want to be a fabulous yes. diva. Like, because there were those moments. They're like glimmers of inspiration mm-hmm. that... As a young uh, cis straight boy, according to the standards of this beautiful country, and by beautiful I mean horrifying. Um, what? I lost that. Well, one of okay, and I will explain this. Too. I am not medicated. Like currently. whenever we say like, l- let's just say like fucking the the pussycat dolls, sure, the buttons, the music mm-hmm, video, mm-hmm. and we as a gay man watching these like five six women, so many wearing nothing. Mm-hmm gyrating moving all of this mm-hmm. as gay men i'm not watching it being like that's sexy and appealing no, it's not one oh bit. i want to feel sexy and mysterious and like all of these things like she feels so that a man can enjoy like a male mm-hmm. gaze would be on me and see this that's is, what we're feeling. this is a good reference because there are ways for closeted young queers to enjoy queer things under the guise of what your quote's supposed to be doing. So like Oh, they're hot. You're no. watching the Pussycat dolls with other you, boys we being picture like sure us as one of them. No, yeah. <laughs> dancing like, with they them. were sitting there going like, Hey, look at their skimpy little outfits and I was sitting there going like that redhead's hair 
is or like gorgeous. she has the most gorgeous wrists oh my god her <laughs> wrists or like look at her beautiful thighs she's like, dancing you know, in heels i wonder if i could dance i want in a ponytail that reaches my butt so when we say women who made us gay we're saying women who like gave us the opportunity to enjoy some of the gay splendors of the world yes. during uh very formative times in our lives yeah, either f- to feel the fantasy and i think my next person on the list will make it completely clear because my next person on the list is storm from the x-men <laughs> the cartoon the character. cartoon the cartoon specifically specifically Care halle berry is not my story halle berry like is not my story how she came to be in the x-men universe Oh, well, there's, Who is she? there's some I'm looking at her lore. right now on your shelf. Storm, um, Storm is her uh, her mutant Given. X-Men name, but her actual birth name is Aurora Monroe. And she, um, long story short, she was an African princess who um, had to defeat a great dark evil. Uh, and Okay, um, sis. Yeah, and then she ended up coming to the States and joining forces with the X-Men. Um, we, As you do. We, we go migrate. back to Africa. She has to defeat the evil once again, I think, in, like, season three. Um, but Storm was... So, like, comics were a huge thing growing up for me. It was also, like, I think kind of the glory days of she comics. snatched, too. And that all-white suit that, with the gold trim. And with that white, white hair. Oh, Bitch. my God, I wanted to control the wind so bad but there was just something she was just like a powerful gorgeous woman and i used to watch the show with my sister and my cousins we had the comics we had the x-men cards and it was like something gay i was allowed to love under the Uh, guise of like action heroes and stuff so but I, i gotta tell you the bane of my youth Probably more like my parents got annoyed every time I had a birthday. They made all those action figures and they never fucking made a storm. And when they did, well, that was her arms and legs did not move. I think it was absolutely racism. Well, yeah, she's the bl- the one person of color in the whole show. And now that the years and years have passed and there are like other products come out, you better believe I have storm merch around here. But um, she was she was one of my top two. I have two top women. She was one of the top two for me yeah. growing up. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, so do you guys get it now? You understand. Yeah. One of my my top ones, and she's still to this day my favorite of everything, is Julia Roberts. Oh. Specifically Julia Roberts and Steel Magnolia. Oh, yes. And the Pelican Brief, because I wanted to be in danger and have Denzel taking care of me. Help me, me, Denzel. Help me, please. I had never been so angry at a character as her when she didn't slip it in. The way Denzel answers the phone in that movie has stayed with me for years. I mean, and that's an, an entirely other topic. That's a very Men different topic. Who Made Us Gay. Men Who Made Us Gay is a very different topic. I'll give you in the just one arena. Russell Crowe in The Gladiator. <laughs> because. Okay, quick stop question. It. We're going to sidebar in this, <laughs> yes. this, this category for one quick second. Okay, you have Russell Crowe in Gladiator, mm-hmm. you have Russell Crowe in that terrible Frankenstein movie. Both? He, you have to pick one. He's aged. You have to pick one. Current. Current. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that's rough for me. But it's I understand. It's the chemical imbalance. Um, he looks. But it's not. Look, I'm fatter than he is, but he just looks taut. He looks swollen. He looks. You know he who looks else tight. Is, has a build like that? Dave Coulier. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> and oh, you're right. Uh, so we've ex- wow. established what I'm into. Wow. Okay. Okay. So that was just a dip into that category, so which I'm Roberts, sure we'll come back to. My colors are blush and bashful, Mama. 
Um, something about her mother being Sally Fields. It was like the whole combination. She knows Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be her mm-hmm. without the diabetes. Yeah, because the diabetes, that was a real rough thing for her. You wouldn't want to yeah. take that on. So diabetes list, Steel Magnolia, Julia Roberts is one of my top ones. Wow, that's And she, she helped me know that I was gay. That's fantastic. I mean, th- this isn't one of like my top five, but one of mine is specifically Dolly Parton from Steel Magnolias. Oh, absolutely. Um, I There was something about her even... Because I think I probably watched that movie separate from like understanding who Dolly Parton was at that time. So I was just obsessed with like this wonderful woman. And then I later came to learn like, oh, this is Dolly fucking Parton. Well, and so I was, when that movie, that movie came out before I was born. Um, But we had it on VHS. It It came in like 1989 or something. I don't know. I have to check. 1889. It was like 1990, 1972. Um, So the only parts that I was allowed to watch were like the scenes and like what? Was I'm I right? so mad at you. What? You were absolutely right. 1989. <laughs> that's my... Wow. That's my X-Men power. <laughs> um, but uh, all of the scenes like in the hair salon with yeah. Dolly before it gets scary where she has the seizure. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. Give her some candy. No, the juice will be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's Drink so the juice. good. Drink, Drink the, the juice. juice. No. Mama. Ooh, um, it's juice. all really good. Good for Julia. She got an Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's a really solid one. Um, wow, I have a long list. Uh, oh, mine is pretty long too. We can just keep. Should going. I should I uh, start with ones that I think we might have in common? Yeah, because there are a few in here. One specifically, so Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman in general, and specifically in the cinematic masterpiece *Practical Magic*. See, I could I wasn't allowed to watch that. Oh, because of the occult. Yes, that's and fair. I didn't watch it until I watched it with you. Like oh, eight years ago, seven wow. years ago, when we showed it to me the first. I time. watched that for the first time. I was probably, oh, it would have it would have affected my homosexuality. I was probably like an eighth grader or maybe a freshman in high school when I saw it. Peak, that's a good peak age. confused Mormon. I promise I won't masturbate. I'll just have a wet dream every night. My tiger's time. eye. <sighs> Where's my lucky blood tiger's the eye? There's blood on the moon. Where's my tiger's eye? Where's my lucky tiger's eye? The yeah, um, is in my mouth. It's just, yes, I wanted, I to this day want to live in that home. Bring him back. Uh, I've never asked you to do anything, but I'm asking you for this. I don't care how he comes back. I just want him back. It's really a great If you great haven't watched turn. it, it's on Netflix, I think. It's on Netflix currently, or at least it should be Practical Magic. <laughs> Those two women, they, I feel like... I was already gay, but they kind of like electrified it all and yeah. really charged it for me. I feel that. My, Very formative. My 1997, specifically uh, chrysalis forming gay transformational moment, mm. comes from the hit single, Man, I Feel Like a Woman <gasps> by Shania Twain. Wow. So yes. being six years old and hearing this song for the first time was hard. Yes. Because it makes you want to sing, but you're singing about being a woman Mm -hmm. and everything about a woman that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. And it has very much shaped everything about me. Yes. And my self-confidence, everything. Shania Twain, you created a beautiful work of art Mm -hmm. in this song, and I appreciate it every day. What a great reference. (laughs) I did not have her on my list, but she should have been on my list. (laughs) 
Be- wow. And also, she was my, like, I can get away with saying, like, oh, she's really hot, and that's why mm-hmm. I like Shania Twain. Yes, precisely. But not it's because that song. <sighs> Over my head, feeling a gear. Shania Twain, in general, had some really good moments there. Um, so then... Then I think I'll pivot over here to... I'm kind of jumping timelines a little bit. I don't have these arranged. So one that I think we both share. Um, for me, the TV show Friends, which it's so <laughs> yeah. it's so startling that that show now dates us. Like, yeah. to say that we love and grew up with Friends means that, like, we're old now. That was in the 90s, That's girl. wild. Um, but I don't care. I, you can fight me. Uh, Lisa Kudrow on Friends is better than every other person on Friends. I, I think everyone on Friends is great. Lisa Kudrow is one of my things. Lisa Kudrow. Um, we've talked about this before on the podcast. I'm sure we have. Uh, like, technically, technically, executing comedic sitcom acting, just Lisa Kudrow on Friends is it. That is the bar. That is the goal. I don't think anyone's you passed You aim it. for it. Try to hit it. And if you don't hit it, you'll land in the stars. Like, that's... <laughs> Lisa Kudrow on Friends. And still to this day, Lisa Kudrow is still doing really fantastic work. I love her dearly. I have this pipe dream that um, I'm going to somehow convince her to play this tiny, 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 tiny little role in the feature that I'm trying to develop. Um, I'm just putting that out there. I think you'll be able to make it happen. But that was one where, like, Phoebe, everyone loved Phoebe on Friends. So me being obsessed with her didn't directly out me. It just made sense. Guys liked Rachel. Guys liked Rachel. And no one liked Monica. <laughs> uh, and I mean, if you were straight, you would have liked Monica. Oh yeah, because she's you as a man. Well, see, this is the thing: is that <laughs> as we've a woman. as a man. If I were a man, we've already determined if that I was a man. That I am a combination of both of the Geller siblings, which is a hard pill to swallow. But I accept it and I carry it. Um, <sighs> Being any version of Ross is not great. Oh, here's another one we share absolutely for sure. <laughs> yeah. Mother Witch Stevie Nicks. Oh, yeah. Stevie Nicks is on mine. For Absolutely sure. Stevie Nicks. Uh, being enchanted by her and her scarves. Oh, those scarves. As a child and seeing music videos and just genuinely knowing who she was as a person. I remember thinking it was a man at first. Because mm. Steve. Stevie. Yep, sure, sure. But then when I found out it wasn't. That gravelly voice, too. It's also yeah. good. Um, Where was I going to go? Oh, sorry. What, what's no, your no, next, no. next uh, up? Uh, speaking of other musicians, in 2003, Toxic by Britney Spears came out. Oh, wow. And I think any kid who was born before 2000 and 2000, let's say, because you could be three and hear this song, is one of the reasons we're gay. <laughs> Britney Spears as a whole. And the song Toxic by Britney Spears specifically. Also, Oops, I Did It Again. Sure. Hit me, baby, one more time. Can I ask you, how did you first watch the music video Toxic? MTV. Yes, because that's the thing, is that part of... It was... Like, anyone can go watch Toxic now, but it's very different, because we're talking about... You had to have, like, kismet timing. You had to have (laughs) MTV on, you had to kind of leave it in the background, and wait for it to come on, and it usually came on once every, like, 15 minutes, because it was a Mm -hmm. hit at the time, but her in that, like, diamond glistening bodysuit, and then the red hair, and the airplane, it was, like... A moment. This is also the moment I should have known my sister was gay. Because <laughs> yeah. 
because she, you know, always made kind of made fun of pop music and then was like, you know, that Britney Spears music video is pretty good. But there's also something very iconic that happened in 2003 involving mm. Britney Spears. Oh, Do you remember? no. At the MTV Music Awards. Is this the tuxedo, the Canadian tuxedo with Justin Timberlake? No, this is when she kissed Madonna. <gasps> That's the kiss of Madonna. The same year that Toxic came out, she performed it at the MTV Music Awards and Madonna gave her the iconic kiss. That was a big year for her. So that, explaining why that as a gay man was crazy to me because that's a straight man fantasy 100 women you idolize kissing but for a gay child who was i was 12 at the time to be like those two women are kissing each other they love each Mm -hmm. other love is real like and it made me break down a huge barrier of like one day i'll be able to kiss a boy yeah Sorry. Also, just it was just hot. Sorry, that was such glorious and important statement you just made. But remember how I said that I just knew the phone would ring in the middle of this. Yeah, my phone just rang under the couch. (laughs) I could hear it. Um, I'm looking at my work emails and I'm not seeing anything alarming. So we're just gonna move right on. Um. Let me see what was next on my list. I had one that I thought we both shared. I had no idea that that happened that same year. That was like a huge year for her. Didn't they kind of get in trouble for that? Like they people, got in huge trouble. It was this huge thing where everyone was like, that's disgusting. I that, mean, oh, I remember that. The backlash of like people at church saying more, how gross it is. Way more in trouble than Justin got when he ripped... Uh, and pulled her little titty out, J- Janet Jan Jackson. Jackson. titties out because he, no one, he didn't get canceled for that. But, but Janet, Janet Jackson did. sure did. I'm so mad at men. Um, anyways, Jesus I'm Christ. <laughs> um, oh, this is another one we share absolutely for certain um and one that still stays with me to this day um i just totally closed out that window um there's a certain television program um that we reference regularly uh written by a historian a journalist an artist named um shonda rhimes and <laughs> yes Grey's the show anatomy. is one Grey's anatomy <laughs> and the queer icon is one sandra O. Oh. Yeah, Sandra O oh made me the strong woman I am today. Sandra O oh on Grey's Anatomy. Again, if you're looking for like top tier television acting and you're on some sort of dramatic procedural on ABC, aim for Sandra O oh, and if you land in the stars, count yourself lucky. Yeah, if you're in if you land anywhere near that, you're lucky. You'll get a nomination. And the way, do you remember the I know you do, the episode where she gets off her motorcycle, pulls off her helmet. It's the very first episode. That that's the pilot. <laughs> oh, it really started early. It started right it at the beginning. It made me clutch my me. pearls when she I She takes it. that helmet off and her gorgeous hair just like falls down on like her shoulders. I was like 11 years old and I like clutched my pearls oh. at this strong female like woman on a motorcycle who's a doctor in like a cropped fitted motorcycle also, jacket why would you ride a motorcycle as a doctor doesn't just seem very safe, because but. shonda rhyme said fuck fuck the fuck them death said <laughs> i want to see sandra oh take that helmet off that's why also she knew it would be the a moment. show like third or fourth season had a gay storyline where the ar- the army guy was back and, oh. his, and his boyfriend and they kiss and the dad sees mm-hmm. that was helpful for mm-hmm. me and then tr knight was yes. actually gay yes. in real life that was huge for so me so watching a gay person on a show yeah. was huge and then, yeah, all of the drama surrounding Isaiah Washington and all yep, of that. I yep, know yep, everything about Grey's yep, Anatomy, yep. by it the has way. Become, it has become um, part of the lore. It might be season four when that happened. Season three or season four. Yeah. Um, but absolutely, because 
these these sitcom kids mm. or these there's not these <laughs> these television yeah i wasn't sure what these you meant. television shows ah, okay. were very shaping for us i had to watch a lot of it like on the secret sort of stuff because you know yeah on the oh on hidden. the down low in the 2000s especially early 2000s you couldn't really do anything no uh the internet was around but you could use the family computer that was in the middle of the living room yeah just surrounded so by the rest like of the i'm family. not gonna be looking up pictures of russell crowe no you don't really have that opportunity although i did that <laughs> with him no, I'm trying to remember who it was. It actually maybe wasn't anyone specific. I probably just Google image searched shirtless man. Mm. Honestly, because I thought maybe I could come up with a reason why I might be looking at that. Or like, oh, I need more underwear. I need to go But my family computer was in the dining room in the corner and the screen was in full view of anyone behind me. But if I like leaned against the wall acting like I was all cool and just kind of slumped and had my feet up and I turned the monitor a little bit, I could Google shirtless man while like my dad was watching tv <gasps> not and the dad in the same room th- and you know still at this time i wasn't gay you guys i was just googling shirtless man it's because, very different um oh god i just have read my next one okay yeah oh wow okay so i i think that the world has been made aware of the iconic status of this queer uh, not she's not a queer a lot of these people aren't queer but we're saying like queer um allies these queer these queer supporters you know what i'm saying um i don't know why i'm so manic when i'm not even medicated it's it's just your personality it's just my oh this is who i've become so, it's new find something wrong so a couple years back i think it's actually been two years which is odd but a couple years back at the independent spirit awards uh the gay chorus of los angeles sang a song in dedication to one Miss Laura Dern and yeah. uh, Jurassic Park is my favorite movie. I will stand by that till I die. Yeah, and one Laura of the main Dern. reasons it is is because of Miss Laura Dern in her khaki shorts, brown pink boots, shirt, blue blue tank top, blue tank, pink pink over shirt, those glasses, that Messy ponytail. Um, that's it. That's my number one reason why I'm gay. I is it? Yeah, Laura oh, Dern in oh, Jurassic wow. Park is my number one reason. Wow. It's top five for me. I wanted to be her. I wanted to be flirting with Alan. I wanted to be run. I wanted to save the island. Wow. And everyone on it and the kids. I wanted to be her. And just the fact that she has just continued to have a really fascinating career and do really good work is very wonderful. I'll also say that the man who wrote that Laura Dern song is incredibly hot. I would like to see. He um, lost so many beeps. I can't remember. I think it was on Instagram. I, oh, no, Twitter. I found him via Twitter somehow. He's like a comic or he was a writer, whatever. And I was like, I found him. I was like, this man is attractive. And then I saw, oh, he wrote that. And then it just made it better. Um, that's I mean, the whole hey, story. When, when somebody is talented, it really does does something for us. He's, I'm going to take you back. Please do. To the Super Bowl. Oh. Remember this Pepsi commercial? There's a gladiator. Oh, sure there's do. there's a there's a huge mausoleum full of people, and there's about to be a duel, a battle, mm-hmm. and three gorgeous women step mm-hmm. into the arena mm-hmm. and start singing, mm-hmm. "We Will Rock You." Four, four women. No, it's only three. Beyonce, uh-huh. Pink, and Britney Spears. So we're bringing it back again to be Britney Spears as well, and Beyonce. Because was, that Super Bowl commercial for Pepsi changed my life. 
Pink. Beyonce, Pink, Britney Spears. Who it, was I picturing? I think it was just those Christina three. sure wasn't there. Um, who was I thinking? If you can think of it, anything else Now it's just going to bother me, but I'm probably wrong, so I should yeah. let it go. Uh, well, those are the, th- the three that the I The memorable, see. yes. Well, when Beyonce's on this stage, it's no one else anybody else. Um, But yeah, that was very pivotal for my life to see, especially because I like the movie Gladiator. Oh, oh wow! Multiple levels has multiple levels. Britney, also Pink. I do love Pink. She's not on this, but but Pink just being Pink is great Mm -hmm. because she was kind of like the I'm gonna sing about what I want to sing about and fuck all y'all pop girls. And I have short hair on the sides. And it's Pink. Surprise! Um, I. I remember that commercial very vividly. Um, <clears throat> I don't know which way to go. Um, I think I'm going to save. I'm going to save my top for the end. I don't think anyone will be surprised. I'm going to go back a little bit to like a different period. Um, so like in middle school, when you think that you're like kind of older and you're too mature for like the cartoons you used to watch, even though I still watch those cartoons until Absolutely. always. Um, and so you started to wa- watch what you considered the time to be like more elevated content. And for me, that was Boy Meets World. And a couple <laughs> things about Boy Meets World. Topanga. <laughs> Item number one, Topanga. Her gorgeous, gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous, 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 gorgeous hair. Long hair. It's her, so long. Her like polo shirt and jeans and some sort of like like satchel backpack with tassels it all worked a flannel shirt wrapped around her waist oh my god yes and then on top of that midriff Midriff topanga is the rarest topanga Topanga. that's the final evolution it's the hardest and most rarest one to find it is indeed midriff topanga and then there was this other level where Corey had his best friend sean and this worked on multiple levels for me i never really had like a male best friend growing up shocking i only had female friends so the idea of having and books that's true I love my books. Um, So I always like had this fantasy of like, I want a like a best friend guy. And I didn't know that repressed back in there was like, I want to fuck him. Have sex with a man. So uh, I I inserted myself into that universe as Corey. Sean was my best friend. And when he was climbing into Corey's window to like play video games late at night, in my mind, he was climbing into my window to climb into my video game at night. You know what I'm saying? To slide into your video game? To slide right into my video game. To grab your controller? That old like Super Nintendo slot you have to blow on the cartridge, slide that right in. Come at me, Sean and Topanga, and I will talk about it at lunch tomorrow. Because we're going to get salads together. Ooh, in the cafetorium. Yep. Um, I yeah, I fantastic. Topanga. Topanga. My like growing up watching shows. So first of all, I love Family Matters. I never talk about it. You don't talk much about Family Matters. Carl what Winslow. a good show. Fantastic. Oh fuck. Carl but, Winslow. But, <laughs> oh, Carl Winslow. but the reason that I knew I was gay was because of Laura. I wanted to oh, be Laura. Oh, She's yes. played by Kelly Shanane Williams. I had to look up her name because I had realized I had never learned it. Neither. I just always knew her. I don't know who Laura Topanga's Winslow. actual name is. Um, but she was a style icon. Oh, she my God. She was bubbly and fun and nice. Always had a gorgeous boyfriend. I know. Who was tall. They were often quite they tall. They were so tall. I want to talk. I also really liked that house. There was something very like comforting about yeah, that house. Yeah, oh, that was like the that was the show that came on when I would like get home from school. Yes, that yeah. family members would be on. Yep, and Urkel would be Urkeling. Sure, but Laura would be Laura. Yeah, 
wow. And that was my like sitcom. What a good experience. show. But also Full House because I wanted I wanted to be one of the Well, sisters. here's the thing. This is a really interesting double feature for you because they would often play Full House and Family Matters right back to back. Whatever happened to predictability. Oh my god. <laughs> Years gone by. And you know what? With that gorgeous melody, I think it's time to press pause on this little walk down gay memory oh. lane and make sure that Colton drinks Dun. four drinks. <laughs> we'll be right back we'll be back by guess who's back in the house Ooh. heels click clacking around fine fresh feminine in style to 11 in the shine i don't know oh yeah that's like, good wow. oh, 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 oh. back in back in pity so terrible mm. christian she queen jezebel should <laughs> be the criminal for a bitch to be this endowed up to the sound hey right. um hi hi i had a what was called a staycation mm. and a sip of an old fashioned that made me dry heave <laughs> yeah whiskey isn't your favorite it's Whiskey's not your not favorite the tea with me it just makes me think of being in a uh, friend of the podcast mary's uh bathroom after being sick mm-hmm. uh in her parents house in like 2014 mm-hmm. um and i don't like those memories <laughs> that's completely reasonable we've we've recounted on this podcast i believe that i can't drink southern comfort for those reasons i also can't can't drink gin because it smells like the juniper bushes I used to fall in as a kid and scrape my knee. I like would we love have. if you drank Southern Comfort again because you were very entertaining that day. I'm sure I was. I it, You were a hoot. You I, were the Uber driver. Like you made a lifelong friend and you've never talked to him again. Yeah, I don't recall that. Don't recall that. <laughs> but I and do. you might not recall this later. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. Um, I don't drink alcohols. Not so much anymore, no. Uh, especially because there's something about being in the, a pandemic mm-hmm. and drinking your way through it that, like... Feels a little more aggressive than... It doesn't feel like I wrote it. It feels like Amy Sherman-Palladino wrote it. Wow. And not not myself. Wow. As the established writer, Colton Patrick Mooney. Wow. Um, what? Nothing. That was just such a solid reference, and it was well executed. She would... She'd drink her way through the... She sure would. Um, And see, the the twist is that normally I would have eaten my way through the pandemic, but my body was like, "Mm -mm -mm." no, you're not. Speaking of food... We just went down a little (laughs) trip down memory lane. We're going to hop right back in that lane. Last we spoke, we were talking about the women who made us gay, and we just discussed two very iconic women. One being... was. Was Topanga the last one? Yes. We talked about Topanga from Boy Meets World. And then you took us on a ride to uh, Family Matters. And now who's next up on your list? Next on my list is Mulan. (gasps) Mulan. From the Disney classic. The 1999 classic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mulan. She's the only Disney princess with a body count. (laughs) And this is true. she's gorgeous. She's also so honorable. So much honor. Mm-hmm. You will bring honor to us. The The remake was bad. It was. I'm talking about the cartoon. The cartoon was much better. Cartoon, gorgeous, stylized, mm-hmm. executed well, mm-hmm. had songs, which mm-hmm. it needed. Mm-hmm. And the bisexual mm-hmm. lead man mm-hmm. who was kind of into her when he thought he, he was like a little mm-hmm. twinkie boy. Mm-hmm. That, that resonated like to with me. explore this. That resonated with me as a child, yes? Yes. When they sang about getting down to business and then they all were like shirtless, like with the staffs. Oh, yeah. Um, 
resonate. So that's that's one, and that Excellent. also includes Belle from Beauty and the Beast for obvious Belle reasons. Belle for clear cut reasons. Because the Beast is the best boyfriend you could have, but before he turns back mm-hmm. into a human. And that's for the remake and the live action and the cartoon. And see, for me, I was particularly gagged by that library the Beast walked her into because because. You'd be like, oh, I don't need to leave. Aside from the radiant beauty, I was Belle as a child. And I didn't sing to my neighbors. I just quietly wrote in corners. You were the baker in the high school adaptation of the play. That was a professional production, dear. It was high school. It was not. There's no such thing as a professional production outside of Broadway. Well, it's not a Broadway production, but Try it's and a, prove me wrong. Bitch, I got paid six hundred dollars for that. It was anyway. Real. You were but the baker. I was the baker with Mary the tray, like goes. always. Um, the director did not like how I said my one line. He made it the very. Baguettes. He made it very clear he didn't like it, and then did not give me any other direction. Did you say Maurice the baguettes? I sure did. I think it was Clarice. Who knows? Maurice. Uh, no, Maurice is her dad. Maurice. Maurice There's another Maurice. Dad. It's a very popular name in France. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's like it's yeah, I seventeen. Had, I had one line in the whole show. Wait, when is this? When was this made? Like eighteen? Like what? What year is Beauty what year and the Beast? Is Beauty and like eighteen seventy. You keep just saying different. Numbers. No, I think it's like eighteen seventy. Okay, let me. I'm when is look Beauty and the Beast? What when if I'm good like beauty? this, like knowing how much a man weighs? Okay, what's your final? I think it's eighteen seventy. No. It's 1756. 17? An abridgment was published in 1756 by Jean-Marie La Prince de, Bou- de Beaumont in Magasin des Enfants à Dolan in 1756. And I was the baker, and there I went with my tray like always, and there the director went saying, I don't like that, and walking away. Um, I have one kind of in that arena... It is also a Disney character, but not a princess. Jasmine. Ladies and no, gentlemen, wait. please welcome to the stage Pocahontas. Ursula. Oh. <laughs> well, yes, Pocahontas is also on my list as Ursula well. Ursula is a drag queen. Ursula was the first drag queen I ever met. The woman who voiced her was a legend and an icon. And I just said, was, is she, oh, did I just kill her? I don't know if she's dead. Remember when Nelson uh, Mandela died? Yeah. God, that was rough. I know. What if I told you that he didn't actually die? And okay. that's a Mandela effect. So for Because oh. this is the newest segment of the day. Oh. Conspiracies of the Colton. No, you can't incept a segment. It was hiding. You can't incept a segment. <laughs> Rem- let me tell you, back in 2012, a woman oh named Amanda God. Berg. You're incepting the segment. <laughs> Amanda Berg was talking to her friend about how memorable Nelson Mandela's funeral was in, like, the 80s. You have to stop it. A bunch of people were at it, and his wife spoke, and it was beautiful. And the friend said, Nelson Mandela isn't dead. You have to stop spilling these lies. launched the worldwide phenomenon, which is the Mandela effect. Let me ask you a simple question. Is... Mr. Monopoly wearing a monocle. You are awful and you should be ashamed of yourself. That was devastating. <laughs> you didn't answer my question. That Remember was him devastating. with his monocle? 
You've already done this to me. Mr. Monopoly in his monocle so he can see the bank. Yeah, I remember the monocle. What if I told you there is no monocle? I think there is. And if you Google Mr. Monopoly right now, there would be no monocle. <sighs> Do you want me to actually Google it? No. Uh, my next one is going to be Celine Dion. Wait, you're just moving. Okay. No, I'm not for real. Everyone believes in the Mandela effect. It's insane. Uh, Celine Dion, because my heart will go on from Titanic. What are you doing? I um, I'm I need to make a public a public apology to Pat Carroll for 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 broadcasting her death. Um, <laughs> Pat Carroll, the actor who portrayed the voice of Ursula and the Little Mermaid, is is very, in, is very much alive. She's she's up there it like she should be proud of the fact that she's alive she but like she 90? is alive she was born in 1927 so that's 93 she's 93 i can't do math um so i just would like to apologize for that that's what i was looking up is because i said was and i realized i didn't realize yeah. if she was dead or not all right but please tell me about celine dion there's yeah. nothing you can tell me about her that i would not want to all, hear all it really is is watching titanic as a young gay youth I wanted to be Rose mm. because I wanted like a very nice young man yeah. to die for me. Sure. As we do. <laughs> um, just freeze to death as I let you go and I tell you I'm yeah, going to make it. Yeah, but would you have been an actually good fiance and just pull him up on the door since there was clearly enough room? No, the door would have... Here's the thing. Mm. All oh, of no, this, we're going to take a turn. All of this pandering <laughs> about whether or not Rose could have let Jack on the door. If we actually reel the footage back, the script says that he dies. So he's going to die no matter what she was on. They happened... The set, the set producers happened to have that door... But he was supposed to die in the script. I'm not sure why anything you're saying changes anything I'm saying. Because he couldn't have gotten on the door because he was supposed to die. But they shouldn't have made it a situation in which we blame her for his death because there was room on the door. Also, even if he had gone on the door, I believe he would have died on, on top of the door. He would have frozen to death at Okay, but do you want to talk about Celine Dion? <laughs> because my heart will go on as fabulous, and it makes you. and it always makes me just think of Titanic and how I want to be in love. Okay, with wait, Titanic. what's that one song she does? What's that one song she does? She also does the Beauty and the Beast song. Oh, she does. She did Beauty and the Beast and won an Oscar for it in 1991. Celine Dion did Beauty and the Beast. She did Beauty and the Beast I won an Oscar for it in 1991. Yeah, wow. Uh, oh no, but what's the one song? Um, um, um. Oh no! No no no! We're the fun. Oh, we're setting off car alarms. Um, no 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 no! Um, um, yeah! No um, it's um, hold on. Wiggity wiggity whack. Hold on, hold on. I'm so sorry. I have to do it. I'm gonna find it. If you touch me like this. No, but good. You sing that all the time. That's a favorite of. My- it's oh. all coming back to me. But it's all coming back to me. No, it's not that one. Um, it's oh, it's all coming. My heart will go on. The prayer. No, no, no. 
Um, oh, shit. I met an angel. No. The power of love. Oh, that's good, too. Guide you with your oh, my God. Oh, that's the way it is is good, too. That's just that's the, way the way it is. is. That's the way it is. Um, what oh, do you? I, no. I okay, should I be tell, like telling another story right yeah, now? Yeah, why don't while you tell us about that? another person while I have this complete um, breakdown? So my other one is my sci-fi horror queen favorite Sigourney Weaver. Oh, bitch! What a good one. So anything that Sigourney Weaver has ever done since she was born mm. is the reason I'm gay. That's and that's yeah. it's simple. Mm-hmm. And then I just have one more that at least made this list. Oh, okay. I'm sure more will be added at some point in my life. <sighs> But the last one I have, but I wanted us to, like, say them at the same time. Okay, well, I can do a quick recap of mine. I don't know why this most iconic song is not anywhere at the top of her YouTube page. I am so upset with her. Okay, I'm going to come back. You know what we're going to do? We're going to give Gabe, future Gabe, a homework assignment, and he's going to plug in a little bit of that song I can't find right now at the end of this episode. Cute. Because I don't want to waste more time here, but it it needs to be on the record. That's the way Okay, so I already know which one I'm going to save for the end with you. There are a couple. I'll run through them very quickly. Mm-hmm. The Pink Power Ranger. Yes. I pretended that from the, I... From the old show. Yeah, from Morphin? the original. Mighty, Mighty Morphin, Morphin. The Pink... Kim... Kim with the pterodactyl. Oh, she was stunning. She was my favorite. I had to pretend like it was the one, the Blue Ranger or some. No, shit. you had to be like, yeah, because she's hot. Yeah. But you were also, be, but you were like, because that's the. But color I'd also I be like, want. I, I'll be the Pink Ranger. Okay. I'll be the Pink Ranger. I want to be dating the cute uh, high school football man. Next is one that um, you also weren't able to participate in because of your um, family's church's ties to christian beliefs rather than the occult but the sanderson sisters from hocus pocus yeah yes that was very formative but because of kathy and jimmy in particular kathy and jimmy is one of the women who made me gay i love barbara streisand in that oh my god and then we have oh i would be remiss if i didn't mention the all i know know, that was a joke that was it was clear that was a joke thanks people got um well there's liz lemon uh from 30 rock liz lemon was big for me Another one was Rachel, uh, Rachel Weiss and the Mummy. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss and the Girl, Mummy. Girl, if you ever hear this, thank you for what you did for us for our as community. a as a community. Because uh, that archaeologist and then woman. the sequel was shit, but she got to have like a fight with those little side knives, and I'm it just, made it all better. Just oh oh. Every Just movie glorious. Rachel Weisz has ever done is queer culture. Now, another one, and this applies to both the actor and the character. And we're talking about one Miss Galadriel from yes. The Lord of the Rings. Galadriel and Kate Blanchett, one and the other. They're the same side of, two mm-hmm. different sides of the same coin. What does she say when she like pours the water out? All the time. Oh, t- all will oh. terror. Oh, Oh, well, cower in despair. despair. At me. Oh, and then then in The Hobbit, she comes back, and when she sends the Eye of Sauron off, she says something like, um, you have no, you no power here. Yeah, she's yeah. a very big reason why I'm gay. And 
Um, Arwen is a reason I'm gay. Oh, Arwen. I wanted a, a Vigo Mortensen like. Oh my god, yeah. Boyfriend as mm-hmm. like he's gonna like he's gonna fight to the death for me with his sword. And I'm gonna use my magic to protect you god. with my horse water. If I like, had lived back in the times of swords, mm. I'd have so many husbands. They would have died in their in their gallant fights to yeah. protect me. You'd also always have like a bow and arrow on you. Jesus Christ. I really would have thrived in medieval times. I think you would have I would have died in child like in early childhood, but you would have really If thri- somebody thriven. is a time traveler mm. listening to this, I would love to find out. I would not. How please, I would do. Please don't mix that up. That is not in the like, Disney Channel this original movie Mooney. I want to see. You can take me to any time period I would thrive in. I would this die. Gabe would not In any survive. time period other than current And the day. air, the air, the way the air is now is the only way he could survive. Yes. And that we, like, we're still lucky I'm here, so. Yeah, it's like a 50-50 every day. And I think there are a couple, well, there's a new one. That I think we both share, which isn't one of the reasons why I'm gay, but it was a discovery that I wish I had seen when I was younger, which was the glorious masterpiece that is Death Becomes Her. Oh, yeah. That movie. I Meryl mean, Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn would have made me gay. I could not. And we, I could have never watched I that cannot, either. I cannot That's make any problem. statements about whether or not the movie holds up for heterosexuals. But if you're queer, that movie holds up like gangbusters. Yeah, that movie, every single second of it is another defining moment in the LGBTQ experience. And then that brings me down to my number one. Okay, and my... Well, this isn't my number one because Laura Dern and Jurassic Park is Yes, we've learned this. But my last one is a little song that came out about 20 years ago. Uh And I'd like to sing it for you. Oh, wonderful. I still hear your voice when you sleep next to me. I still feel your touch in my dreams, my dreams. The distance between us and I Mm -hmm. don't know why. Mm -hmm. Without you, it's hard to survive. Cause every time we touch, we get the feeling, and every time we kiss, I swear I can fly. Are you impressed that I knew that and I've yeah, heard it in 20 you years? really kept going. By Cascada. Cascada? Cascada? Cascade? Cascade? Is one of the few reasons that I'm getting. Wow. I And that was one I wouldn't have like thought to put down for you. Because that song wow. was like, while I, I had my headphones in saying I was listening to Stephen Curtis Chapman. <laughs> sure. I was listening to that. Absolutely. That was also the era of MySpace mm-hmm. with like Owl City. Oh, like Owl that. City. Yeah. Oh, that was like prime Tegan and Sarah years. Yes. Yeah, so Dash- like that was all informative. Dashboard Confessional, the Postal Service. That was that period of our existence. I wouldn't say Dashboard, but um, oh. I would never say that in the same S. No. Oh, oh, I have no real oh. feelings towards them oh, and their confessions. Oh, I said dash- dashboard confessional, but I was thinking of, um, <laughs> oh no, what are they called? The one that's good. The one that's good. Death Cab for Cutie. Cab I was for... thinking Death Cab in my head, but I said dashboard that's confessional. That's I said. I don't know about Death Cab. Fun fact. Dashboard confessional. Fun fact. I did see dashboard confe- confe- oh, dashboard confessional. Confectionaries. Dashboard confectionaries. I saw them live in concert. They opened for... I wouldn't tell Someone. that to anybody else, even to me, where you They safe. opened for something, and then we went to Six Flags. That's the whole story. Okay, so my number one woman who made me gay will be no surprise to anyone, but that is, again, both the character and the actor, 
Lucy Lawless as Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah. There has never been a more formative um, shaping presence yeah. in my life. Manipulative. Uh, she really yeah. changed the course of history. Yeah, she really, she transmuted what could have been into what is. And uh, my sister and I went to New Zealand a couple years back. I said a couple, but it's been more like eight. 18 years. Wow, great. That's wild. Um, to go to uh, the gorgeous wedding of my dear friend Britt. And she lives in New Zealand. And we went to the Xena Beach. We went to the Xena Beach. And we saw the cliff where she, in the opening credits of Xena, uh, faces the god Poseidon. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Your best exes. I did just think of one that I thought oh, is so one. obvious, and it's my very last one. But Julia Louis Dreyfus oh, as Elaine on Seinfeld wow. is another reason yes, I'm gay. Yes, yes, yes. The episode talking about the sponge mm-hmm. made me th- consider what it would be like to be a woman. Mm. And from that moment on, I knew, and I'm her of the Friends. Yeah, like I'm Elaine. Mm-hmm. I like everyone's like, oh, which one am I? I'm Elaine. And oh, I'm Jerry. That's why it's nice that... No, you're George. I'm not George. Yeah, you are. You think, like, Gabe high, and I are the same... High strung. Like, I'm talking about George Costanza. Yeah. Like, freaks out about a loss of control. Oh. Is very, like... Oh. So if you take away the yelling... Clean. Do I yell? Yeah, you yell oh, all the time. Yeah. I have to tell you to be quiet all the time. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. I have to say, you are screaming at me. You're it's okay, correct. you can be Jerry if you want. No. You're already Ross, <sighs> so you can be whoever you want to be on Seinfeld. <laughs> thank, thank so, you. like, it's forgivable. I you can be Elaine that. if you want to. I appreciate but that. Uh, anyway, mm. thanks so much for joining us, guys. That was an entire segment, and that was hard, wow. and I've had alcohol. Yes, Colton really pulled through. He There was a moment where he said, we got to go. We got to go. Yeah, I, I was sitting there. I'm like, we need to start. We need to start right now because yeah. I'm losing every We were losing life. Reality. Losing life. Yeah. Uh, um, but I'm glad we made it. If you guys are not already following us on social media, it's best as best X's pod. There she is on everything. Uh, and best X's pod at gmail.com. If you have any questions or concerns or, or you want to just tell us what you're thinking about mm-hmm. or why, or who, what made or you gay whom or how, um, just let us know. And thank you so much. We would love to let you know that what we'd love if you went on and gave us a review. It really does help. Uh, Colton's giving me some sort of hand signal I don't understand. Five, five star. Oh, give us a five star yeah, review. Yeah, go on and give us a review because it's helpful. Thank you. It is. Thank you. I'm so sorry I couldn't understand your very simple symbol for the number five. <laughs> Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bye. Oh, and Merry, Fe- Merry Christmas. Is this the Christmas episode? Uh, no, we have one more week, but oh. we won't be chatting with them because it will be the release yes. of a very important piece of work. Oh my god. So um but so if we don't if we hey, if we don't talk to you before then, Merry Christmas, Merry you guys. Merry Christmas, you guys. Even if it's different, make it special. Cause you know what? Even if it's new. Embrace the new. And find something. Find wrong something with it. to complain about. We love you. Bye. Bye. She doesn't know much about your life, you guys. Don't know much about Take that note down. Thank you. Mmm. She just doesn't want to be alone tonight, you know? What's it called, though? Uh, I've never heard this song. You think you know, but you don't. don't. She doesn't know what's happening in the future. 
But I think she can hit this note coming up. I think I think that she can do. Yeah. What's it meant to do though? What? Oh. Oh, oh, I've heard this. Oh, God. She's teasing it. She's teasing the note. Oh. Ooh. She's just kind of like, she's toying with us. She's just like sliding back and forth like, hey, oh, my voice. What, my voice? Oh, here we go. And then she's taking it deep, finding that ground. Oh. And then a nice transition right into the, oh, here we go. Ooh. God. You have to play the whole thing. I'm sorry. A lot of us are just looking for like a new beginning, you know? Yes. Here we go. I think maybe my voice can do a little more than you heard before. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but let's see. Oh. Yeah, I can. Here we go. Oh, you want... You want full chest voice? Great. Mm. Here we go. And this is the point where she'd have like one foot in front of the other and just be kind of like sort of rock shaking toward the audience. And then, okay. There we go. That electric guitar, which doesn't really feel like Celine, but it somehow works. Okay. But I think her voice can do more? I think it maybe can do more. She might be coming back for more. Where though? Oh, like, like lovers do. <laughs> lovers do! <laughs> like what? Oh, like lovers do. But you know what? Should we finish the song up an octave, or like, should we finish the song on a higher note? I'm not sure. Here we go. Yeah, I think we can do it. Let's do it. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why the fuck not? Wow. Why the fuck not? Why not just hit that note up there? Oh, she can. Oh. God, she's, she's magical. Oh my god. And then just bring it right back down. Lights come down a little bit. Let's make it intimate here. Here we are. Here we are. Oh, this is really something. <sighs> and my voice isn't gravelly at all because I just perfectly supported everything that I sang because I'm Celine Dion. <sighs> I'm gay. I'm so gay. Thank you.